listening to the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast. My name is Courtney Cook. I'm the current AmeriCorps member serving here at Davenport Junior Theater, and I will be your host. On this podcast, as always, we will be exploring the past, understanding the present, and dreaming of the future. <laughs> On today's podcast, we have Sadie Thies. How are you today, Sadie? I am good. Thanks for having me, Courtney. It's great to have you. Uh, well, to kick things off, can you just start telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, so my name is Sadie Thies. Uh, I'm currently in Wellington, New Zealand. I am an old junior theater kid. I graduated in 2015. So that was kind of my age of junior theater. Um, I have since relocated to Florida, Orlando, Florida. I went there when I was 18. So right after, you know, right after Iowa and junior theater, I moved and started with the Disney College program and then got into the company as a whole. And then I started taking classes at the University of Central Florida. Previously, uh, I did Valencia College and then transferred to UCF. Um, So yes, and I've just recently graduated with my entertainment management degree from UCF Rosen. Um, And so now I'm kind of just traveling around. We're doing a little like world tour kind of thing. So we're, we're going everywhere and we're in New Zealand right now for our first stop. Yeah, well, that's really cool. So like you said, you graduated um, Davenport Junior Theater like in 2015 it was. So you've been yes. out for about seven years. Can you tell us what it was like uh, during your time here? Oh my gosh, Junior Theater was amazing. When I was in like it must have been like the golden era. I just felt so amazing when it was my favorite place to be. Um, I, I worked there on the junior staff and I was on in the main, like involved in the main stage acting company as well as junior board, as well as I took classes as well as sometimes I like subbed classes once I turned 18 and, you know, I did some receptionist stuff too. So I was there pretty much, pretty much every day. That's like literally where all my extracurriculars were kind of taking place with Act Junior Theater. Just one of my favorite places in the whole world. All my best friends to this very day, I still keep in contact with them, are all junior theater kids too. So they're all scattered around the world now, which is awesome. <laughs> they're from Davenport, you know, Iowa. Now we're, we still keep in contact. But yeah, it was it was a mess. I, I started at Junior Theater. Um, my first show was James and the Giant Peach in... I was in fifth grade, and then my second show was the Nicola, and that was Daniel Sheridan's first show when he was uh, brought on as artistic director, and he also directed that show, the Nicola itself, too, so I kind of came into junior theater right when Daniel was, like, retaking it and reforming it, um, and it was kind of asked for better timing. It was just great. <laughs> That's awesome, and you said you were on the junior staff as well as you were board president of the junior board weren't you yeah I was uh vice I was board president and vice president subsequently in my uh, junior and senior years of high school um and I was also a like a junior board founding member when that junior board first got started I was on that original kind of slate of people um and that's like the junior board is where the like, Halloween party was first kind of created like we're the ones who always put that together year after year um, we also did a lot of like city-wide events, um, little special things. We would do like 
summer shows sometimes we did student directed one act we did um a lot of summer trips to places like we've gone to spring green wisconsin to see some shakespeare shows we went to chicago and saw little mermaid um we've been to like the guthrie theater in uh wisconsin as well we've done like a lot of like little cool oh minneapolis went to minneapolis and saw some great theater too so the junior board really kind of founded all those extra special things that just the main stage kids and the people who are on the board got to really enjoy That's really awesome. Now you've talked about quite a few different experiences here at Davenport Junior Theater. Is there any that you can nail down as maybe your favorite memory or moments? There are so many. There are so many good moments. Um, I have one that I think about a lot. Um, it was during, I believe it was the place Scrooge. And I think that was directed by Jessica Sheridan. I think it was that show. Oh God. I just remember it was during a break in the shows, they would do the little like kind of half party thing. They oh, had like a little, yeah, it was like a little pizza party or sandwich party or something. And I just remember there was like a limp, a lip sync battle kind of uh, <laughs> thing happening <laughs> to the song Don't Stop Believing. Like everyone just kind of like got up and like, you know, it was like doing like, a, there was like a lip sync band. Like one person was on air guitar, one person was on air drums, one person was singing and it was, it's super fun to watch and then it's super fun to like kind of join in too. It was, super, it was just like, it was just such a fun time. So there was those moments kind of in between shows. And then there's, of course, like there's the infamous uh, during show moment during the adventure of Aesop. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about this one, but it's the finale of the play. And I was playing ancient Aesop. So my role was I was the narrator throughout the whole thing. And then I came in for the final scene to kind of do like the death scene, right? And I had this big chalice thing. I don't remember the nuances of it, but I was supposed to like take the chalice and like defiantly set it down. And it was supposed to be like this big, like I accept death or something moment. And we were up on this maybe like five foot high platform off the main stage. And I set the chalice down and it tipped over and just like slowly rolled and then thumped off the off the thing and it's just this awkward moment of like because it was it was silent like everyone was like no and then just paused and you just hear boom, boom. <laughs> and then I was like oh god okay just work through it just keep going just keep going um and then <laughs> there's supposed to be the ensemble all comes onto stage and they have the, the cloaks over their head and they're like the representation of death right so this mm -hmm. one actor uh Jamie Sheriff she comes through the middle aisle and she's got her cloak over her head and she can't see and everyone's being dead. So they're kind of like creepily being like, eh, you know, walking around and she walks through the center thing and can't see and doesn't expect there to be a fallen chalice and trips like right over it. And as she's doing her little, like she's going like, uh, she trips and starts laughing because she didn't know. So she goes, ah, and like starts and then the whole theater just like erupted in laughter. And it was so, we're like, Oh my God, this is supposed to be, <laughs> like the most intense scene of the entire show and everyone was just like cackling and at that point you're kind of just like all right well you know it is what it is and add a little the next show we, to the dramatics yeah it definitely was it was just one of those like you know it it's live theater <laughs> what can go wrong will go wrong but in retrospect it was really funny and daniel he directed that show too and i remember he was just kind of like meh you know like what are you gonna do like it's already done we practiced the scene a couple times just to make sure like it didn't happen again but you, you know, you can't undo it. Like, there's no way to save it once you, 
made right. like, something like that. Like it happens, you know. Uh, but it was super. It's funny. It's funny to think about like in retrospect. That was, and that was one of the best shows we've ever done too. That show was just so fun to be in. It was like a really cool ensemble cast. Really liked that one. And so. Earlier, you touched a bit on uh, you working at Disney. Uh, can you tell us in what way your time here at da- uh, Davenport Junior Theater helped you prepare for that and then anything beyond that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the Disney company is a big show. That's kind of what their theme is, is the workers are cast members. So when you are coming to work, you step onto stage and you're on stage when you're in public view and when you're working. Um, And then you go backstage when you go to like the break room or to the bathroom or something like that. Then you're backstage. You can kind of drop your character and let it go for a minute. Um, Your uniforms, they're not uniforms, they're costumes. And every guest is an audience member. So you're giving them a show. You're giving them a certain experience. You know, you you still want to give them the customer service that they expect. You don't you don't want to if someone comes up to you and says, hey, I can't get my credit card to work. You don't want to go credit cards we don't have those back in this time you know you so you help them but (laughs) but it's it's a good it's theater is what it is working at disney it's a big big show and the better you are at being able to play that character and to talk to people the better you're going to be at your job um because that's what people who come to disney spend a lot of money to come and have an experience that's what they really want so when they get there they are expecting something, whether you're working at a quick service restaurant or a merchandise shop, or you're, you know, queuing someone up for a line to get onto an attraction, like you are there to give that person an experience. So it's important that every member of the show kind of acts their part, you know, and plays the correct role. Um, In junior theater, it's a theater. So (laughs) it's good at kind of training you to be quick on your feet, come up with answers, help people out you know there's it's a good improv you know training for there's no you don't you never say no you say oh let me figure out the answer for you you know there's no i'm not i'm sorry i don't know that you say i'm not sure let me go let me go find out for you um in junior theater just being able to present yourself in front of people and not feel that awkwardness or that shyness to have to interact and like have to you know talk to people and because sometimes too with with guests at Disney, you're going to have to also unfortunately tell people, I'm so sorry, we're not going to be able to do this for you. You know, like you have to kind of let people down. And that is a role that me being at Disney, I found I had no troubles with because I wasn't, I wasn't nervous going up and talking to people. Whereas some of my coworkers were like, oh gosh, like we have to tell this customer that they can't sit there. And I'm so like, I don't want to go up and talk to them. Like I feel so awkward about it. You know, and it's like, oh, I'll go talk to them. They're just people like I know how, you know what I mean? Like it gives you that social skill to be able like you can go up and you can tell people kind of the bad news of things without making it sound like the worst thing ever. And you're still in the show and you're still giving them that experience and just kind of like modifying it a little bit. Um, in junior theater, that's it's all presentation skills. It's communication skills. And that's absolutely 100%. I would not be at Disney um if without junior theater, that was a hundred percent kind of something that led me there for sure. Absolutely. And yeah, I think it's so amazing that we here at Davenport junior theater even start at like age three, which I think is such a good time to start developing that communication skill. 
because uh, I don't think where I came from, we didn't have, I think we started theater maybe at six or seven, which is still great. But I think even younger is just perfect to start at. Oh, yeah. Oh, I completely agree. I know I got into junior theater late and I got in at six years old. So that's considered late. <laughs> you know, there are kids that are like, oh, I've been here for three years already. And I'm like, oh, I'm only six. I got to catch up. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, like starting those those skill sets early is so important because whether you go into a theater themed major and entertainment themed major or not, you know, it's important to learn communication skills and to learn skills to be able to just talk to people and, you know, engage with people. That's such an important life skill to have for any job or any career, going to school, making friends. Absolutely. Way back at the beginning, you mentioned, of course, you were at Disney and then you have since graduated. Uh, And right now, like you said, you're in New Zealand, you're traveling around. (laughs) Can you tell us uh, what your future plans are right now or what you're doing and if there's somewhere yeah. we can follow along with you. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did the Disney College program. I started up at the University of Central Florida and at Valencia College uh, first. Did my, my major was entertainment management. So I just graduated this past August 2022 with my entertainment management major. Um, I was working a restaurant jo- restaurant job at Disney. I was a server which was a great gig. Like I loved it. I worked at the Liberty Square area in um, Liberty Tree Tavern and Diamond Horseshoe. So it was like, you know, fun kind of old tiny pilgrimy theming. And it was a good, good, good show. But um, I graduated and, you know, I kind of found myself in this area of life where I'm like, okay, I don't have any super like deep roots dug, right? Like I'm not in a, um, I'm not in like a long-term career path right now. I'm just working at like a restaurant. Um, I just graduated. I don't have, I don't own like any property or anything. So me and my partner kind of decided now is the time to explore the world. And we, you know, we both really love traveling. That's something that kind of brought us together. It was, it was an idea that we got back in 2021. We kind of were, we were in Costa Rica on our anniversary and we were sitting there and we're kind of like, Oh man, I wish we could just do this forever. This is so great. <laughs> and then we're like, you know, he kind of said, well, why not? Like, why can't we do that? And uh, it got me thinking. So we've you know, spent the year saving up. Um, and now we're, we're kind of just backpacking. You know, I, le- I left the Disney company on good terms so that if I ever did want to go back, I would you know, be in a rehirable status and everything. But, but yeah, we're, we're backpacking, uh, we're trying to do the whole world. We're starting with New Zealand and then we're going to hit Australia in March here. Just got approved for our visas yesterday, actually, for Australia. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're heading there next and then we're going to kind of hit like Europe and um, circle back eventually ending in Southeast Asia because it's nice and cheap. So once we run out of money, we can kind of be in the, <laughs> the, the cheapest area possible. But, but we do have a uh, blog. It's called whywaitgotravel.com. So if you want, we've got articles. We just posted an article uh, yesterday, actually, kind of an update about where we are and everything. So it just, if you want to follow along with our travel, we also have kind of travel tips on there, things you might not know, backpacking tips, um, things to do. We have a couple articles on, one on like uh, Florida, things you can do. Um, So if you like that kind of stuff, you can follow us at whywaitgotravel.com. 
Um, and then we do have a YouTube channel by the same name as well, where we have a couple of videos on there that will be kind of cross-linking through the blog and on YouTube. So why wait and travel? That's our, that's our little plug. I would love to follow along. It sounds so great. And I, uh, yeah, like you said, you're writing about where you are, but you're also leaving a, a few like travel tips as well. Correct. Right, right. Well, because there's a big misconception about traveling in America. <laughs> and I think it's kind of the American mindset of you work until you die and you'll be lucky if you can take a week off vacation. And it's just not how the rest of the world works. And uh, we're trying to kind of inform and engage with people who don't necessarily understand that you can go travel. You know, like there's nothing special about me and my circumstance you know you don't have to be overly wealthy you just have to be able to save money and to plan accordingly uh you can really do it you know you can get there are if you feel like you need to have a job you can there's a lot of covid one thing that good that came out of it is there is work from home jobs now that kind of work nicely Mm -hmm. when you travel um but there's really nothing wrong with taking a year off and seeing the world you know and i think Americans, especially, they really dig their roots in and they go, oh, I'll do it later. They say, I'll do it once I retire. And then once they retire, they have their whole family and their whole lives and they don't want to leave it at that point. And so our our main advice is do it now. That's like it's in the name of our <laughs> of our title. Why wait? wait? Go travel. Go do it now. Like Do it while you're young. Do it while you're able, while you want to, while you'll experience things that you're wanting to experience don't put it off for later you know uh you have all your life to kind of work yourself to death and make money but that's just <laughs> not it's not the new american dream to, to just work until you die it's, you know you gotta there's things to see and things to do out there exactly well thank you for sharing with us today but uh is there anything else you'd like to leave us with Oh, man, I just, I would like to thank Junior Theater just in general, because they're just the best. (laughs) (laughs) I just had all my positive, good memories growing up in Davenport, Iowa, are all associated with Junior Theater. All of my best friends are all from Junior Theater. Um, One of my friends, I have friends living in New York City, I have friends living in LA, I have friends living all around the world. Like, one of my friends is watching my cat in New York City. When I was in Florida, I drove up and now he's, he's a successful actor in New York City watching my cat for me, like my childhood high school age friend, you know, like that, those are friendships that <laughs> they just last forever. They last a lifetime. One of my friends uh, is getting married from junior theater and she asked me to be in a wedding party. Like there's, there are just friendships that last forever and ever and ever and if you're not involved with junior theater, get involved. Like it's, there's nothing to lose. You'll gain only like the best years of your life. I had such an amazing time. I give all my credit to junior theater for my, my childhood. That's always amazing to hear. And I love hearing just people say, yeah, that's my friends, my life. It came from here. <laughs> it really did. It's true. That's where it all started. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Sadie. It's been nice having thank- you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we got to do this. I'm glad. I know it's a little hard time change and, you know, Wellington, New Zealand and everything. But thank you so much for for getting me in and everything. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. This has been the Junior Theater Podcast. Thank you for listening.